Blog Talk Radio. Oh, Stu, 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 what's your motive? And now on Blog Talk Radio, you're listening to Wine Talk with Stu the Wine Guru. Welcome to Wine Talk for today, Wednesday, January 20th, 2010. It's 7 p.m. Eastern, and I'm your host, Stu the Wine Guru, coming to you live from sunny Coral Springs, Florida, as I always do. As you know, I'll take your calls anytime during the show at 1-646-381-4860 or email me your questions at info at stewthewineguru.com. Or you can go into the chat room here on the show page and chat with other wine enthusiasts or ask me any questions you like. I check back periodically while the show is running. It's been a great start to the new year. I want to say thanks to all the listeners out there for getting the word out about my show. Welcome everyone listening worldwide. I call that the power of the people meets the power of the internet. If you want to find out more about me, just Google Stu the Wine Guru. You can find the websites, videos, articles, and shows I'm currently part of. Speaking of articles and reviews, I'm writing wine articles and reviews for Yahoo, Google, and the Examiner. So look for those as well. I also have made a Wine 101 video series that can be viewed on both YouTube or my website at www.stewthewineguru, so check those out. My next installment will be Wines of Italy. I'll review some Chianti for you, so you want to be sure to look out for that one. All right, let's talk about wine. We've got a lot of great show lined up for you tonight. Of course, the number you can call in is 1-646-381-4860, or if you're shy and prefer the computer, email me your questions at info at stewthewineguru.com. As I mentioned at the top of the show, I have a chat room open on the show page for listeners to go into and chat amongst themselves about wine, ask me any questions, or answer the question of the night. And I'll check into the chat room periodically during the show. Later in the show, my question of the night is, if you could sip wine with anyone living, who would it be? It could be a celebrity, a politician, a wine expert, literally anyone. So get ready on the phone, get your fingers on the keyboard, get into the chat room, and weigh in on that one. We'll talk about some industry updates in my segment called Put It Through the Grapevine. After that, I'll give you my review of great wine. Today's wine is from Italy and around $50. You want to stick around for that. Now, I preface this by saying great wine versus great value-priced wine because, as you know, if you listen to the show, 
my value price wine range is from $10 to around 30 Anything over that, again, great wine, but not great value priced. I'll make some red and white wine recommendations in my segment, Stu's Pick of the Week. In my Stu's Restaurant Pick of the Week, I'll be making a restaurant pick for you, so when you travel, you'll have a perfect place to go that offers great food and great wine as well. Stay tuned for that. First, I've an announcement to make about an upcoming show. As you know, I've mentioned on my last show about an upcoming celebrity guest who will be on my show next week, January 27th. She's a very influential and historic music personality. She worked on big albums for musical acts like Elton John, Ringo Starr, David Bowie, and Bob Marley, and I'm just literally scratching the surface with those names. She's most well-known for being an inspiration and a muse, if you will, in helping out with the recordings of some of the best post-Beatles music of John Lennon. Of course, I'm speaking of May Pang. May will be my celebrity music guest on next week's show. So, watch your calendar. And don't forget to call in and ask her questions about the music business. Her book, Instamatic Karma, which, by the way, is available on Amazon.com and about her time living with John Lennon. You can also ask some wine questions. I know she prefers red to white, but you know we'll get into all that when she comes on the show. So make sure next week, January 27th, 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, tell your friends and your friends' friends, tweet, tumble, MySpace, Facebook, every social media network you can use, use. Well, I see an international caller calling in, so I'm going to take this call. Caller, where are you calling from? What is your name, of course, and where are you calling from? Yes, um, my name is Jacques, and I'm calling from uh, Lyon, France. And my question for you, Stu, is um, do you prefer French wine versus um, American wine? Thank you. Okay, that was Jacques. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, that's an interesting question. Thanks, Jacques, for calling from France. I know it must be, what, 1 a.m. in the morning there? That is great to see that people will stay up and call into your show. All right, well, let me answer your question. I actually prefer both, but it depends on what I'm eating, my mood, as to what I'm going to choose. I'm sure there's nothing like a good old-world French red Bordeaux blend with a well-prepared meal. Conversely, I love a nice Napa cab with a grilled steak. It's all what I call mood and food. That's what I always say. Okay, now on to my Herded Through the Grapevine industry updates. This article is from Wine Spectator. The article is called A Possible Cure for Alcohol Intolerance Mutation. 
It's by Stephanie Kane. Here's an excerpt. Researchers have discovered a compound that can repair a defective alcohol metabolism enzyme, a discovery that could help an estimated one billion people worldwide who suffer from a particular type of alcohol intolerance, an inability to safely digest and metabolize alcohol. The findings, published January 10th in the online edition of Nature, Structural, and Molecular Biology, suggest the possibility of treatment for those affected by the inactive enzyme. The compound may also lead to treatments to reduce the risk of heart disease. For some people, particularly an estimated 40% of people of East Asian descent, a genetic mutation produces an inactive form of the enzyme aldehyde dehydrogenase 2, or ALDH2, which is responsible for breaking down the toxic elements in a molecule of alcohol. Let's start that again, people. What's to say? Which is responsible for breaking down the toxic elements in a molecule of alcohol. When people with the mutation drink beverages like beer or wine, they experience flushed cheeks, nausea, and rapid heartbeat. It also increases the risk of cancer. The researchers working with the, natu- the National Institute on Alcohol Abuse and Alcoholism, NIAAA, and led by biochemistry and molecular biology professor Thomas D. Hurley of the Indiana University School of Medicine, have identified a molecule called ALDA1 that activates the defective enzyme when alcohol is present. It helps break down toxic com- compounds that could otherwise inflict damage on DNA. Ken Darwan, the NIAAA's acting director, explained in a statement that this intriguing finding could have broad public health implications, including treatments to reduce cellular damage during a heart attack. Okay, my thought on this. I love how science can be used to discover many things. I think this is a very interesting um, thing that it impacts uh, our health and the well-being and some of the population is impacted even more so. It's amazing how that they, they're finding different compounds in alcohol and different reactions the body goes through when absorbing alcohol into our system. As you've heard before, science marches on. So keep it going, guys. Figure out more stuff. Next, the update is also from Wine Spectator. It's called Sarah Palin's Wine Soapbox. It's by Unfiltered. When former Alaska Governor Sarah Palin announced her resignation in two, July 2009, she pledged she could make more of a difference on the issues that matter to her from outside Juneau. As she eloquently explained in her resignation speech, it would be apathetic to just hunker down and go with the flow. Nah, only dead fish go with the flow. End quote. But while political pundits predicted Palin's book tour and even her new gig as a commentator on Fox News, no one realized she would wade into the contentious issue of direct-to-consumer wine shipping. On Tuesday, the Wine and Spirits Wholesalers of America, or WSWA, announced that Palin will be the keynote speaker at their annual convention in Las Vegas in April. In a statement, WSWA President Craig Wolf said, Governor Palin is a great supporter of America's free enterprise system and understands that industries like the beverage alcohol industry play a key role in driving our national economy. We're proud and honored to welcome her as a speaker, end quote. Palin reportedly charges a $100,000 speaking fee. 
the WSWA is the country's biggest opponent of allowing wineries and retailers to ship wine directly to consumers. And it will be interesting to hear what great supporters of free enterprise think of the current three-tier system. <laughs> okay, my thoughts. I cannot agree more with this article and Wine Spectator on this one. I mean, she's going where the money is, and, I mean, she has no clue as to the industry or its policies towards free enterprise and when it relates to direct shipment. This is crazy. This is extremely ironic when you think about it. Okay, remember, if you have any questions, I have answers. So call me at 1-646-381-4860 or email me at info at stewthewineguru.com. Or get into the chat room and voice your opinion. Like our good friend Felix from New Jersey. Let's see what Felix has to say. All right. Uh, Felix is chiming in, and he says, I, oh, aha, here's his answer to the question of the night. Who would he like to drink or sip some wine with? He says, I would drink wine with Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, all right. He loves Italian food and wine, like me, and he was the director of the two, the best two movies of all time, The Godfather 1 and 2. Uh, let's see. His commentary on the DVD of the movies is very cool and easy to understand, so it would be cool to to drink wine, eat food, Italian food, and talk movies with them. You know what? I think it's a fantastic choice, Felix, and I agree with you a thousand percent. The two best. Uh, I would never recommend the third movie. Unfortunately, they had great intentions, uh, but they didn't execute any of it that well. So that's just my thought on that one there. Okay, it looks like I have a, uh, another international caller here, so let's just see what we got here and where they're from, and who they are. Yes, hi, Stu. My name is Lydia. I'm calling from London. I had a question regarding Italian wine. I'm going to Rome this summer, and I wanted to know, is there any you recommend? Cheers. Lydia. Okay, Lydia. Thank you. Uh, London calling in, all right. I'm loving this. We got uh, Paris. We got London calling in. This is great. Um, well, yeah, you know, it all depends on your taste, but yeah, I, you know, naturally, I really, really enjoy Italian wine, and I think if you're going for, if you can go to Rome, it's kind of tough because you know the Tuscany region is a little bit nicer. Uh, you can find your Chianti's there. Uh, San Giovese grape is abundant, but. Well, of course, you can be able to find, you know, some good Italian wine. You can go and drop into some of the, the little, uh, not well-known uh, bistros and uh, little cafes and little restaurants um, in Rome. And usually the house wines are great. But if I had to give you one to, to try, let me see if I'm going to recommend. Yeah, we're going to talk about Chianti later on tonight. Uh, I would recommend a good Chianti. You know, you've got a uh, strong uh, Sangiovese grape, and uh, a particular one, you're going to be in Italy, really, you know, it's going to be tough, because if you want to ask for a particular one, they may not actually have it, but let's, let's just go with this. Um, I would go with maybe a Antonori Toscana, that's a good Chianti, or you can go with a uh, Rufino, a Chianti Classico, I'd do the Reservo, or the Ducale, uh, Doro, that's real nice. That's like a, you want to talk about outstanding 
Chianti. That's a great one. Uh, let's see. Have London calling the clash. <laughs> Wasn't that the clash? Yes, it was, Felix. Felix is chiming in. That was the clash. London calling. Um, all right, so let's move on. We go to the uh, talk about some some great wine here. Well, this is a great dovetail right into this particular. Um, Great wine that I was speaking about. Today's choice is from Tuscany region of Italy. It's a 2004 Castello Biama Chianti Classico. This wine is from the Sangiovese varietal. The notes on this are bright fruit with berry and some mineral character. It's a medium to full-bodied wine with fine tannins. It's a nice long finish. Now this doesn't fall into the value priced wine. Typically when I talk about you'll hear on the show, I always go for value priced wine. This is not value priced wine. However, for the money, if you're looking for a good Chianti Classico, you're looking for a good Chianti, nice, rich, and bold, um, this one you're going to find, I would say, I wanted to give you like an Italian wine to try, and it'll either be a special occasion wine, or hey, if you got the bucks, a good friend of mine said, if you so you got the bucks, it can be an everyday type. Average price you'll find this for, about $49. My student wine brewer rating on this one is 91 points. I want you to pair this with any meal with a heavy red sauce or as a nice start to the, you know, start the night off right bottle by itself. Okay, on to Stu's pick of the week. As you know, every week I choose a red and white wine that I recommend for the weekend or any occasion. This week's red is a 2006 Chateau Lagarde. It's a Saint Emilion. This is from the Bordeaux region of France. Notes on this are red fruits, spices, and vanilla. This is a good solid Bordeaux blend with a lot to offer. The average price you'll find this for is around $18. So again, this is going to be more into that value priced. Uh, range and category. My student library rating is 92 points. Pair this with pork, lamb, or any beef dishes. That'll do, be good. Okay, my white wine pick of the week is a 2007 silver unoaked Chardonnay. This is a California Chard from Santa Lucia. Um, it's part of the Mersolet Winery and uh, Vineyard. Notes on this are aromas of honeydew melon, and green apple. It's got tropical fruit flavors of pineapple and papaya. It's balanced with a crisp minerality and a firm acidity. And you should be able to find this wine for about $25. My student wine guru rating on this, ready for this, if I had a, a uh, drum roll, is 94 points. Yes. That's probably one of the highest ratings I've given. And the reason why I say this is it's probably one of the better Chardonnays for the money that you can find. And I'm not just saying in California. I'm just saying, period. This is a really, really nice 
well-priced Chardonnay. And this goes out to you, folks, because I know you like Chardonnays when you do the uh, when you do the whites there. Um, enjoy it by itself, or you want to pair it with some fish. You can do flounder, some squad, or uh, tilapia. Any fish entree you want to do, anything you want to make with fish is real good. Okay, now for my restaurant pick of the week. Okay, I've had the unbelievable pleasure of traveling worldwide. And one of my favorite places to go, myself and my wife, we've been many, many times, is Paris, France. Tonight's restaurant is from Paris, France. It's called Chez Andre. The address is 12 Rue Mabeuf. It is blocks away from the Champs-Élysées. We stayed in, in a hotel directly across the street, uh, which is the Hotel Claridge. I highly recommend as well. This is a restaurant that many, many locals go to. If you want great, authentic French cuisine and you're going to be in Paris, you have to head over to Chez Andre. They have a solid, I mean solid wine list. Great, great, great wines. Do not miss the opportunity to try their food. Great beef and chicken dishes, nice atmosphere. Again, mostly locals. However, the staff does speak English, so it's nice when you go in there. If you try, you make the effort to speak French. Even in your broken French, they pick up that you speak uh, you're American, they will speak English to you. Uh, it's very, very nice. They're very accommodating. I always say either go early or go late, because if you go around the dinner time, it gets really packed really quickly. However, a phenomenal dining experience. And... You couldn't be situated in a better place in Paris than where Cher Andre is. In fact, you are, like I said, blocks. I mean, maybe a five-minute walking distance from Champs-Élysées. Maybe a 15 or 20-minute walking distance from the uh, Arc de Triomphe. Maybe a 25-minute to, not about 25-minute walk to the Eiffel Tower. It's unbelievable how close you are to everything. Uh, ladies, if you're into shopping, if you've been in New York and you've gone to Fifth Avenue and you've got all those shops there, the uh, Avenue Montagnier, I think it's uh, Montagnier? No. Yeah. Yeah, it's right there. Or uh, George the Fifth is another avenue that all, I mean, my life went nuts. They have everything from, you know, all the shopping for the ladies. So the ladies can go shopping there. And, you know, us guys, we can go out to the Champs-Élysées and check out other stuff. There's they've got car dealerships there that you can literally walk into. It's unbelievable. Uh, everything from Renault to Mercedes, everything. But they have, you know, other cool stuff all the way around for everybody to enjoy. Uh, again, one of my favorite restaurants in Paris. Average entree is between $18 and $25. It's moderately priced. I wouldn't say it's inexpensive. I wouldn't say it's, you know, value-priced. But it's a little bit above value, but it's really, really, really good. Uh, so you do not want to miss this restaurant in Paris. All right. On to my question of the night from the top of the show, which 
Felix so quickly and interestingly answered. Uh, if you could sip a glass of wine with anyone living, who would it be? It could be a celebrity, a politician, a wine expert, anyone. I want to get it out there. I want people to call me and let me know what they think or email me or uh, send me something out in the uh, in the chat room. Let's see. All right, I'll take your calls now at one six four six three eight one four eight six zero, or for all of you out there who don't do phone, email your answer to info at stevenwineguru.com, or as I said, get into the chat room like Felix and tell me who it would be. Okay, I can see some email answers now coming in. Wow, they are flooding in here. Oh, this is gonna be interesting. All right, uh, let's see. The first one is from you, the man from New York City, New York. I'm loving that. You the man. New York, China, my hometown. Okay, so you the man says, really digging the show. This is my first time listening, and I found it by way of a friend in Montreal. I'm loving this. People just connecting all over the world who recommended your website and your show. So if I could sit wine with anyone living, of course, it would be Gwyneth Paltrow. All right, check this out. One, because she is beautiful and is, and is enjoying an interesting life. And two, because I know she likes wine from that show she did with uh, Mario Batali and the other food critic. I don't remember his name. They toured Spain and ate and drank all the way through it. Still keep up the great work. Cool show. I'll continue to listen. Well, thank you, the man, for your email and your compliments. Okay, great. Great Paltrow, huh? Right. I have no qualms there on anything you said. <laughs> right on, man. Right on. That's cool. Uh, let's see. Uh, next one is from Extremely Vocal from Amsterdam, Netherlands. All right. We've got the worldwide uh, teams going on here. And she says, it's a, it's a she now, Stu, I love listening to this show. I learn a lot and like your voice. All right. I have always wondered what it would be like to have a glass of wine with President Obama. Now, listen, this is someone from the Netherlands chiming in. They could go with anybody they want, and they want, they want the press. All right, that's good. I'm sure the conversation would be incredibly fascinating. I really enjoy your Wine 101 videos, too. All right, well, thanks, Extremely Vocal, for the email. And Obama is definitely up there on my list as well. Good choice. Last is from... Russian, and it says, Stu, I am listening to you in Moscow, Russia. Yes. I heard, I heard of you through my friend in the U.S. I like the show. I will tell more friends here to listen. I would like to sip wine with Pamela Anderson. You rock to Russian. She is beautiful. Yes, she is. And seems like would be a good time to talk to. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to Russian. <laughs> she is beautiful. And yes, please tell me more, tell more of your friends in Russia about the show. Definitely. Pamela Anderson, believe me, I mean, she's like worldwide. Loving, everybody loving her in, uh, in Russia. All right, finally. All right, my thoughts on the subject. Well, Obama would be one of my choices. Something would be able to say I sit wine with the press. But more so because the conversation would be great on many levels. Think about it. Just put it out there in your mind. You have a chance to sit down with the Prez, sip some wine. It's all cash. You can say whatever you want to say, pretty much. And uh, you want to talk. I mean, how interesting would that be? Um, then you also have to say, aside from the Prez, I would love to sit down with Charlize Theron. 
first and, and mostly because she's beautiful. And, and honestly, if you if you think about it, she seems pretty well, you know, pretty well versed. She seems like she has a lot to say. She's got a real good head on her shoulders. See, like, tell me what you think. Chime in on the uh, chat room on uh, Charlize Theron. All right, tell me what you think. Let's see. I got another call. All right, well, I'll tell you, it's all international tonight. Let's see what we got. Um, this one is, I don't know where this is from, but let's see what we got. My name is Steve, and I'm calling from London. More from London, First all right. of all, I want to say, great show, Stu. I've been listening since the beginning. Also, I've seen your wine videos online. They're very informative. You seem like a natural, yeah? <laughs> Thanks. On to my question. What is the proper amount of time to let your red wine breathe? After you open the bottle, I'll take your answer offline. Thank you, Stu. Cheers. Oh, hey, yeah. Cheers, man. I appreciate it. All right. Again, London, way out there, man. London. All right. Listen, these people are staying. You know, there's, I mean, this is great. They're calling from, you know, uh, let's see. It's got to be five hours difference here. Um, let me do a time check on this. 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. It's got to be between 12.30 and 1 o'clock in the morning, 1.30 in the morning, somewhere in that, that vicinity. And I'm really impressed. I'm, I'm loving this. Well, okay, so let me see. The proper amount of time to let uh, a, something breathe. Let's see. Um, I would say, you know, again, if it's an older wine, you want to let older wine, uh, you know, you don't really have to let an older wine breathe as much, whereas a younger wine, because it's a little tight and in the bottle, you may want to give it a little bit more time. I say 20 minutes, half an hour. You know, you've always heard me talk about aerators. They do a much better job. You can pour them through there. But, yeah, if you want, you know, having, having said not having an aerator, then I would go with, yeah, I would definitely go with a, uh, you know, maybe doing some, maybe 25 minutes, 30 minutes. You can also put in a decanter, and, if, you know, if you have the time, you let it sit there for a while. The longer it stays in the decanter, usually it breathes a little bit more, but it gets pretty much to the, you know, the maximum, the optimal amount of um, quality and, and, and tasteability, somewhere within, you know, like half an hour. I mean, much more than that, it, it doesn't, I don't see transcending any, any uh, uh, taste sensation and, and becoming, you know, incredibly quantumly better. So, um, oh, and I'm just looking here, and let's see, what did uh, <laughs> Felix just chimed in? And said, Pamela Anderson looks like she enjoys the hard stuff more than wine. I, you know, I, I must almost agree with you on that one. Yeah, she definitely looks like she's been, uh, she, she's been maybe doing a little vodka and uh, maybe uh, some of the rum drinks there. Charlize is cool, but I prefer Nicole Kidman. I bet she knows Australian wine pretty good. I think you're right on that one. I definitely think she knows, well, naturally probably knows Australian wine pretty well. Um, yeah, the Carl Kidman probably has a lot to talk about. The movies, uh, you know, her life with, uh, you want to know about Tom Cruise? <laughs> you probably get some info, uh, some dirt on them. And, uh, yeah, yeah, she's, yeah, she's pretty hot, too, definitely. Um, let's see, what else we got here? Any other calls coming in here? Uh, I think I got, I got another call here. Hold on, let's see, this one. This one looks like from New Jersey. Let's see what we got here. I think it's New Jersey Exchange. Uh, call. what's your name? What's your question? And I'm calling from Fort Lee, New Jersey. Okay. I want to tell you that I love your show. And I've oh, thank you. The beginning. Excellent. Excellent. Very welcome. 
My question is, how much should I spend on a wine as a gift for a friend when I'm bringing it to a holiday party? I'll take your answer offline. Thank you very much, and Merry Christmas to you, Stu. Merry Christmas? Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, have you been... <laughs> well, okay. Merry Christmas and, and uh, you know, Happy New Year, and I guess because you haven't called in in that time frame. But anyway, Deborah was... Deborah, it really doesn't make, doesn't make a difference what you spend. Uh, that depends on the, the, the um, friend, in all honesty, what you want to spend on them. Uh, if it's a good friend, you'll spend somewhere around, you know, you spend $25, $30 and up. If it's someone that you, you know, just like a boss or someone that you're, or someone that you're going to you don't know, you could spend, um, you know, less. It's where what your pocket has to will bear. Um, I like the Merry Christmas. That was uh, very interesting. Very interesting. Merry Christmas. Here we are in uh, January. Well, you know, so I'll take it right away. Not a problem. Uh, well, I, it looks like that's pretty much it as far as the uh, callers and emails. I think I got, I mean, I have some more to get to, but I'm going to save them. Um, I want to say uh, thank you to everyone who listened in, called in, emailed their questions, even called in and wished me a Merry Christmas. <laughs> uh, I think you might be sipping on some wine as we speak. Am I right, Deborah? I would imagine you are. Don't forget to come back next week for my interview with celebrity guest May Pang, January 27th. Very, very important. Uh, as always, if you have any questions about the show, you can email them to info at StuTheWineGuru. You can go to my website as well at www.stewthewineguru.com and click the link for all my wine articles, videos, and to listen to archived wine, wine talk shows. Those are uh, always on there for you. Uh, let's see what else. Make sure you, like I said, mark on the calendar, January 27th. You definitely don't want to miss May Pang. You got questions to ask about John Lennon. You have questions to ask about wine. You have questions to ask her about anything, the music biz, her book, Instamatic Karma, any of it. Make sure you uh, call in because you do not want to miss the opportunity to talk to her. Um, moving forward, I'm looking to get more celebrities and celebrity guests from every walk of the uh, industry, music, uh, movies, everything. So you will see, I will be looking to do that and try to bring them on. In addition to, of course, my first and foremost, um, the guest I want to have will be the wine experts, wine legends, educators, because as you know, the show is all about the wine. Uh, yeah, and, and here you go. I got the... Uh, <laughs> Good show. Merry Christmas, Stu. Um, yeah, you definitely going to check out Mate Pang's show on, uh, on Blog Talk Radio next week. Absolutely. I'm glad I got Felix on, the, on there for us. So, as I always say, if it's time to pour the wine, it's time for Steve the Wine Guru. Drink up. Good night. And good wine. And now on Blog Talk Radio.